On today's Kids Corner, Liz and the gang start talking to Cammie about God. There is not one single logical argument for the existence of God. Well, I think we can show you a logical explanation for the existence of God. Yeah. All while trouble looms for Spike. Uh, Spike says he wants to do something with lye. Lye is a very powerful chemical. It can cause an explosion. <gasps> Stay tuned. It's time for Kids Corner. Hi, Liz. 30 minutes of adventure. Well, it's only the coolest and most popular club in school. With Liz, Lucille, Skink, Spike, Scooter, Grandpa Noli, and all their friends. It isn't Liz and Lucille. So get set for lifetime adventures. Oh, I can't believe this. On Kids Corner. That is one strange lizard. Ah, lunchtime at Reptarium Middle School. That time of the day when I have to ask myself, do I feel lucky? Oh, come on, Spike. The food here isn't that bad. Yes. Actually, most of it's pretty tasty, if you ask me. (laughs) I'll say. I had the meatloaf last week. I can still taste it. Oh, come on, Spike. You know, I've had tough slices of meat before, but this one just stood up and challenged me to a fight after school. Are you finished? I will say this about the gravy, though. It hides the rest of the food on the plate. Yeah, you know, maybe you should take your comedy show on the road. Like, starting now. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. And so will the fruit salad. Greetings, (laughs) Spike, Liz. Hey, Cammie. Yeah, hey. Uh, Could either of you boys tell me where I might find Lucille and Julia? Uh, I think they went to the school library. That's one way to avoid having to eat this stuff. Uh Spike, what's wrong with your lunch? No, 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 Cammie, Cammie, don't ask me. They keep forgetting Uh, to take the food out of the boxes before uh, they serve it. At least that would explain why it all tastes like cardboard. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Cammie, just ignore Spike. I think Lucille and Julia wanted to do some research for the science fair project that they're working on together. Oh. Oh, yeah, the science. My other favorite thing about school. It is? Really, Spike? Yeah, it's on my list of favorites right after school lunch. (laughs) But why, Spike? The school science fair is so intellectually stimulating. Oh, you can say that because you win the grand prize every year, Cammie. For the rest of us, the whole thing's just a formality to go through before they hand you the science trophy. Uh, Well, I will admit that I have been fortunate to have won the past several years, but everyone has an equal chance to participate. Oh, you mean everyone has an equal chance to lose. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Cammie, maybe you should go ahead and find Julia and Lucille, mm-hmm. and I'll stay here and deal with Mr. Cranky Pants. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like good advice, Liz. <laughs> Goodbye, and good luck with Mr. Cranky Pants. <laughs> Hello, Lucille. Hello, Julia. Hey, hi, Cammie. Shh. Oh, sorry. I forgot to use my library voice. Yeah. Hi, Cammie. How did you know we were here? Yeah. Liz told me you might be doing some research for your science fair project. Uh, That we are. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure exactly where to look for you, but then I thought I would probably have a good chance of finding you two in the religion section. (laughs) Well, you got us, Cammie. So are you two trying to mix religion and science again? Yeah, we thought we might look into some studies on the effects of prayer on a person's health. Mm -hmm. Oh, the placebo effect. Mm. Hey, my grandma has a placebo. There's one in the garden behind her apartment. Well, what does that have to do with praying? No, Julia, that's a gazebo, not a placebo. A placebo is something that has no real effect, but because someone may believe in it hard enough, physical changes do sometimes occur. Hmm. Well, we're trying to prove that prayer has a real effect on us. Well, good luck with that. So, what are you going to do for your science fair project, Cammie? Oh, I'm glad you asked. 
I'm using Einstein's general theory of relativity to help explain the origins of the known universe. Oh, that's easy. Genesis 1, verse 1. Excuse me, Julia? Genesis 1, verse 1, the first verse of the Bible. Yeah, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It's pretty simple. Uh, Yes, I see. But my project will rely on proper scientific reasoning to ascertain the origin of the universe, not a quaint old folk fable. The Bible story of creation is not an old folk fable. It's the truth. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the Bible's account of the creation of the universe does not stand up to the rigors of scientific investigation. Well, I think it does. Hmm. First of all, there is not one single logical argument for the existence of God. And if that's the case, it stands to reason that the universe could not have been made by him. But the Bible says it's true. Shh. The Bible says it's true. I'm afraid that you and Lucille are just two more victims of the placebo effect. Well, I think we can show you a logical explanation for the existence of God. Yeah. If you could do that, I'd be interested in hearing it. Really, Cammy? Although I am confident in my present position on the subject. Well, I'm going to find a way to do it. Hmm. And with Lucille's help. Right, Lucille? Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll be ready for a good discussion. Yep. Oh, well, very well. I look forward to analyzing anything that you propose. It will be a fun intellectual exercise. Mm-hmm. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for meeting me and Lucille here at the mall, guys. Yeah. Sure. No problem. But my mom did ask me to be home in an hour, so what's going yeah. on? Well, Julia challenged Cammie to a debate. Uh, Wait, what? what? That's yeah. like picking a fight with Superman. Seriously. Well, we told Cammie that we would come up with a way to logically explain the existence of God. Uh, that's a pretty tall order, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of tall orders, what do we say we head over to the Pretzel Palace? I'm starved, and I'm going. So we all believe God is real. Well, obviously. Yep, we do. Mm-hmm. Well, what about pretzels? Anyone coming with me? So why couldn't we come up with enough evidence to prove it to Cammie? Because you guys are talking about Cammie. Her little finger is smarter than all the rest of us put together. So, pretzels, anyone? Pretzels? Anyone for pretzels. But God is smarter than a million billion Cammies. Yeah, Julia, you do have a point there. We just have to figure it out, right? Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go over to my house? And, uh, Spike, you go get your pretzels. Okay, okay dude, we'll, well see you later. I'm going to get myself a hot royal mess, then, from the pretzel palace. Yep, later, Spike. See ya. Ah, the pretzel palace. I love the smell of this place. Sure puts the school lunchroom to shame. Hail to thee, my good fellow. Yay and verily, dude. Welcome to the Pretzel Palace, where we treat you like royalty because we're rolling in the dough. How may I serve you today? Fast and continuously, my good man. I'm starved. Aye, aye. The regular? Absolutely. Why not, royal mess coming up? Your order number is 62. Oh, can't wait. You know, I've been wondering something. Why do I like your pretzels so much? I mean, they beat anything at the school cafeteria. How do you get your pretzels so soft on the inside and so nice and chewy on the outside? Why? Why? No, no, wait, dude. I'm telling the truth. I love your pretzels. No! Why? I use lye. It's a chemical. Oh, yeah. Don't they make soap out of that stuff or something? Yeah, I suppose they do, but it's not what I use it for. See, you, you, you dip the pretzel dough in a food-grade lye solution before you put it in the oven. Breaks down the surface so it turns brown and chewy while it bakes. No lye? Then you use baking soda. Huh? Uh, So where's the mob of kids you usually hang out with? Oh, my friends. (laughs) Uh, They were with me, but they decided it was more important to discuss the problems of the universe. 
solving the problems of the universe? Well, they could have had a pretzel. Yeah, it boggles my mind, too. <laughs> Sounds like something my brother would do. Dude, you got a brother? Yeah. He's some fancy-schmancy professor of astro-psychology or physics or uh, pyrotechnics or something. I don't know. Always talking about God and the universe and stuff like that. I just tune him out, mostly. I think your brother might be able to help my friends out, though. Do you have a way I can get a hold of him? Um, well, his business card is right there on the counter with all the others. Uh, let's see. This one? Professor Simon Peabody? Yeah, the one with all the letters after his name. That's the guy. All right, thanks. And thanks for the tip about your brother. I'm glad you might be able to find him interesting. I sure can. Next! Such a nice day. Let's sit outside. I'll be my guest. Pull up a chair. Hey, Mom, I'm home! So, where do we start trying to explain God to Cammie? Yeah, how do we begin to show her that God is real? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not like we can just see God and point to him and say, Oh, look, there he is! Well, oh. there's a lot of things that we can't see, yet we still know they're there. Like what? Oh, like atoms. Right. No one has ever seen one, right? Right, right. but we know they're there because of the things they do. Right, you can't yeah. see atoms, but if you put them together just right, they can do stuff like, like, blow stuff up! Oh, maybe it's not the best way to describe God, though. No, I guess not. Oh, that breeze just kicked up. Oh, oh, it's blowing my hair all over the place. Hey, hey, the wind! Yeah? What about the wind? What we were just talking about. You can't see the wind, but you can see the things the wind can do. Oh. Like move trees or blow stuff around, like your hair, which is Or move sailboats or windmills. Right, that's how you know the yes. wind is there, even though you can't see it. Right. Oh, and that's how we know God is there, by the things that we can see him do. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, you know, I think we got a pretty good start on this whole logical mm-hmm. explanation of yeah. God. Yeah. Good work. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey. I got some news for you. Yeah. It's amazing that you can still run that fast with your belly full of pretzels, Spike. <laughs> What's up, I, Spike? I got something that will help you with Cammy. Too late, Spike. We've got it all figured out. You do? Well, we've got some ideas. Well, the pretzel guy gave me an idea, too. That what? pretzel guy? Yeah. He gave you a way to explain the existence of God? The pretzel oh, guy? not the pretzel guy. It's his older brother, actually. The pretzel okay. guy's brother. Well, you know, yeah. thanks for thinking of us as much as we all like the pretzel guy. I just... Uh, yeah. I don't think he really has what we need. Uh-huh. Maybe you guys should check this out. I've got his brother's business card right here. It's okay. I mean, thanks, Mike, but I think we're good. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thinking of us, though. Yeah, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. Let's go find Cammie. Are you coming with us, Spike? Nah, you guys have this covered. I'll just head home. Okay, we'll see you later. All right, guys. Right. <laughs> Besides, the pretzel guy also gave me an idea for the school science fair that just might win me first place. Okay, Cammie, we've got it. Got what, Julia? A logical explanation for the existence of God. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love to hear it. What? Well, that's really great to hear. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. The nature of a true scientist is to be open-minded to new ideas. If you have a logical argument that will change my mind, I'd like to hear it. Okay, then. Here it is. God is like the wind. The wind. 
How so? Well, you can't see God, but you can see what God does mm. to know he exists, just like the wind. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that just like the wind is invisible, but you can be sure of its existence by the effect it has on its surroundings, so is God? Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's quite clever. <laughs> so did we prove that God exists? Not really. What, what do you mean, not really? Well, your poetic metaphor may illustrate one attribute of the God you believe in, yeah. but it does nothing to argue for God's existence in the first place. Yeah. You see, I can explain the existence of the wind through the forces of air pressure that cause the wind to blow. Yeah. But you cannot explain how God came to be. Well, that's because God didn't just come to be. He always was and is mm. and will be. Yeah. But how do you explain that? Mm. Everything that exists has a beginning. Mm. So how can God exist apart from a cause? Mm. Well, God doesn't need a cause. But why not? Well, he's God. He just doesn't. Oh, that's not a very convincing argument, I'm afraid. But it does have me interested in more conversation. Well, we're going to come up with something. Just wait and see. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so now that we've got her interested, what's next? I think we need an expert to help us now. Yeah, sure, but who? Guys, how's it going? Did you dazzle Cammy with your brilliance? Well, we sparked your interest. But we need some help. Well, maybe you guys should talk to this professor dude now, huh? Professor? What What professor? I told you, Pretzel Guy's brother. No, you told us Pretzel Guy's brother. We need somebody a lot smarter than the Pretzel Guy. Well, this is someone is a lot smarter than the Pretzel Guy. Look at this. What is it? What? It's the professor's business card. Professor Simon Peabody, astrophysicist. (gasps) And look, he's got more letters after his name than a can of alphabet soup. But are you sure this professor can help us? How many letters do you have after your name, Julia? <laughs> I think what Julia means is, does this professor think from a biblical point of view? Yeah. Well, the pretzel guys seem to think so. Huh. Look, the professor dude's office is here in town. What can it hurt for you guys to just go talk to him? Well, I guess it couldn't hurt anything. Yeah. yeah, it could help us. Thanks for finding him, Spike. <laughs> wow, what a day. I helped you guys out. Plus, I got to have a hot royal mess at the pretzel palace. Win, win. Okay, so let's go find this professor. Yeah. We can see if my dad can drive us over there. All right. Are you coming, Spike? Nah, the pretzel guy gave me an idea for the school science fair. What? Right here in this little bottle. Well, huh? What's in it? Yeah. Why? It's a miracle substance. Keep things clean and makes pretzels chewy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go home and mess around with it. Okay, you do that, Spike. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> see you later. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys, let's go. All right. Wow, I remember coming here on my last field trip. Oh, I love Terrain's Museum of Science and Industry. Now. Yeah, me too. I like that static electricity ball that makes my hair stand straight up on end. Oh, oh I love that. It's a simulator that lets you pretend you're a race car driver. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. oh, I don't know, but I half expect some wacky professor to jump out at any moment and yell, Science rules! Science <laughs> does rule! <laughs> Welcome to Terrain's Museum of Science and Industry. Sorry we screamed, but you startled yeah, us. Just yeah. a little. Uh, actually, sir, we're looking for a Professor Simon Peabody? Yeah, this is such a big place, we're not sure where to look. But it seems like the perfect place to find an astrophysicist that can help us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the museum is the perfect place, because here children can explore the wonders of God's orderly creation. You can see God's fingerprints everywhere in this world. And because this particular location provides the perfect spot to stargate. 
Uh, pardon me, sir, stargaze. Yes, the low heights of the surrounding buildings afford the museum's telescope the largest field of view. And the distance from the city center allows the least amount of interference from street lights at night. Okay, wait, hold up a second. Let me guess. You're Professor Peabody? <laughs> Simon J. Peabody at your service. Oh, awesome. This location also affords the inspiration that is needed as I finish my latest book titled God and the Cosmos. Now, why were you kids looking for me? Well, Professor Peabody, we have a friend. Her name is Cammie. Yeah, and she mm. says there's not one single logical argument for the existence mm. of God. Yeah. Well, I, I must say that your friend Cammie is technically correct. Technically what? correct? What do you mean? Your friend Cammie is correct in saying that there is not one single logical argument for the existence of God. Oh. Actually... There are several logical oh. arguments for the existence of God. <laughs> well, we'd really cool. like to hear oh, them. Yeah. Sure well, then, why don't you kids join me in the observatory? There are always tours coming through to see the super telescope. Oh, the observatory? I've never looked through a telescope before. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's the perfect evening to look up and catch a glimpse of God's handiwork. Come this way. Oh, Professor Peabody, looking through your super telescope, it feels like the universe is right here next to us. Oh, come on, Lucille. Move over. Let me see. Let me see. I'm next after you. I found this to be a wonderful place to think, gaze at the heavens, and write. It's inspirational to observe everyone's excitement in seeing God's orderly universe up close. Oh, okay, so Professor Peabody, can we logically argue that God exists? Well, you can start by pointing someone to the first verse of the Bible, which says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We tried that. Yeah. Cammy just ignored it. Yeah. Oh, Cammy ignored the law of causality? That sounds like poor science to me. What is the law of causality? Yeah. The law of causality says that whatever has a beginning has a cause. When I look through the telescope, there's a lot of space out there. There's stars bursting, swirling gases, galaxies, universe, <laughs> nebulas, everything out there must have had a beginning. Correct. Space, matter, and time did not exist before the universe came into being. Something had to cause those things to exist. Something or someone. Yes, mm. or someone. In addition, the law of causality states that any cause must be adequate to the effect. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, can you cause a tsunami by throwing a stone into a lake? <laughs> well, if you've seen me throw, you know that I'd have trouble hitting the lake, let alone cause a tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> of course, none of us could make a tsunami either. But something much more powerful than us, let's say an earthquake could easily cause a tidal wave. Oh, for sure. Now, back to the creation of the universe. So tell me, how would you describe whoever caused space, matter, and time to spring into existence? Uh, powerful. I mean, the creator made the whole universe, so he'd have to be powerful. And timeless. The creator is eternal now and forever. And he must have really wanted to create all this, too. So many different things, and they're beautiful. God's such a great artist to make all things. So, the creator is A, extremely powerful. Okay. B, timeless or eternal. Got it. 
C, personal, because an act of creation is an act of will. Good point. Mm -hmm. And D, I would add that the creator is immaterial, a spirit, if you will. (sighs) Now, who do you suppose matches that description? Well, God does. Yeah. He's powerful, eternal, a spirit, and personal. Precisely. There is your logical argument for the existence of God. Of course, you can save a lot of time just by believing Genesis 1 verse 1 in the first place. You sure can. Okay, wait, wait, hold up. Hold up, wait a minute. What's wrong, Liz? If everything has a cause, then what caused God? Oh, yeah, Cammie asked the very same thing. Exactly. Yeah, how should we answer that Mm. one? Mm -hmm. Well, what does the law of causality say? Everything has a cause. Correction! Everything that has a beginning has a cause. Since we've established that the cause of the universe, namely God, had to be timeless, Mm. God does not have a beginning. Therefore, the law of causality does not apply to God. Awesome! (laughs) Well, we have everything we need to logically argue that God exists. You guys think that Cammie will really believe in God after she hears this? That would be awesome! Yeah, sure would. So let's go find Cammie. Yeah, let's go. May I suggest that you wait before you have your discussion with Cammie? Wait? Why? Why? Well, you don't want to appear confrontational. Mm. It would just put her on the defensive. It's best that you allow her to bring up the subject and then calmly lay out the logic for her. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, you know what would be the perfect time to do that? When, Liz? At the school science fair. Really? Of course. Cammie is doing her science fair project all about the beginning of the universe and using science to figure out the cause. That would seem to be an appropriate time. Uh Plus, that gives us all week to get ready. Well, speaking of getting ready, Lucille and I have our project to complete. Oh, so does Spike, or so he says. Spike? Who's Spike? Oh, Spike is a friend of ours. He's actually the one who told us about you because of the pretzel guy at the mall. Yeah. Oh, my little brother. And what is Spike going to do for his project? Well, after talking to the pretzel guy, uh, Spike says he wants to do something with lye for cleaning and cooking, I think he said. Oh, dear. Something wrong with that? Well, lye, or sodium hydroxide, is a very powerful chemical. If mishandled, lye can cause severe burns. What? And even worse, under the right conditions, it can cause an explosion. (gasps) 